Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Unqualifying Sessions with me, Amy. So today we're going to talk, review slash summarise the whole Saudi Arabia Grand Prix. There was a lot going on over the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix weekend. Um, So much happened from Friday right through to Sunday. It was a really good race again. Um, I'm really hoping that this kind of continues. The wheel-to-wheel action and the driving has been really phenomenal. Um, I'm really intrigued to see how, as the season goes on and more updates are coming, how different teams and drivers will do. Because I think, like with any season, it does change. So it's really hard to still predict who's going to win. Obviously, Red Bull and Ferrari are at the top at the moment, but it will be intriguing to see what happens um, going forward. So to kick off, I'm going to start with Friday. Now, Friday is not something people tend to talk about too much, but um, if you weren't aware, on Friday... In Saudi Arabia, there was a missile attack on a nearby Aramco oil facility. I believe it was about 10 kilometres away from the track itself. Um, And the drivers had this huge, huge meeting. It lasted four hours. Apparently, it was supposed to be like a quick driver's sort of briefing um with the FIA and then it morphed into a much bigger chat um with just the F1 drivers and they had a lot of people kind of going in and out of of that meeting and basically what happened was the Grand Prix Drivers Association or the GPDA um took those four hours to discuss and debate and question whether or not they should be racing at Saudi Arabia um yeah so like I said it is four hours you don't know an awful lot not many people obviously saying what happened during the meeting but I think it's pretty obvious that there must have been questions and concerns about continuing to race in Saudi Arabia at the end there was a unanimous agreement that they would still continue to race obviously but what kind of I suppose caused some confusion at the time was previous to that F1 um, the CEO Stefano Domenicali had initially said that that the race was going to go ahead and I believe there was a team principal meeting prior to that and it was like yep it's going ahead so to then see the drivers meeting kind of happen after this, everyone was a bit like, oh, maybe it's not as united initially as we as we first thought. But I think it, it was definitely important for, for them to have that conversation and for the GPDA to to also have a voice in that. Um a lot of the time I don't believe there's because the GPDA is not a union. I don't know if there's any other unions. I tried to have a look and I couldn't really see any 
unions within Formula One. So if you do know of any, please let me know, but I, I couldn't find any. So I suppose the GPDA is kind of the only thing closest to that. And they have to represent as many people as possible, not just drivers, but their teams, their mechanics as well. So I think it's a good thing that we that we saw them kind of, whilst we don't know what was said, um, you know, to be a fly on that wall would be amazing. But we know that obviously there were, there were some concerns and questions and debates going on. But essentially, it was agreed that they would still race in the end. But yeah, it was a long meeting. I believe they went in at 10pm, didn't come out till 2am. So definitely something they they needed to discuss and, and talk about. But in the end, they obviously decided to race. Now, following on from a crazy Friday, you know, a huge meeting, a lot of fear and worry... We move on to Saturday where there were two crashes. We had Latifi in Q1 and then Mick Schumacher who again fear and worry set in. The pictures and the clips of it are absolutely heart in mouth moments. He apparently as he went into the to the rule had the crash apparently 70 g's hello this is amy from the future um just would like to point out it was not 70 g's it was 33 i was looking at the wrong figure okay back to amy in the podcast bye which is immense i can't even comprehend that um and they lost connection to the radio so nobody knew if he was okay you did see um, some of the drivers that were going past at the time slowing down to see if he was okay. Luckily, thankfully, Mick Mick was fine, but it was a, a worry moment, that is for sure. So we're so glad, I think we all can say that we're so glad that Mick is okay. He did miss the race on Sunday, but it's, I'm just glad that he's he is okay. Then moving on to Sunday, where do we begin? Where do we start? So, like everyone, you know, was watching the race, saw the cars do their lap before they get put in position on the grid. And uh, all of a sudden, look out, and uh, Yuki Tsunoda's just just come to a stop. So Yuki Tsunoda had a huge issue before the race even began. And um, didn't start the race at all. So that was a a sad time for him. There's actually quite a few people that did not finish. Um, Latifi crashed out, which caused a safety car. Come back a little bit to that in a minute. Um, Ricardo and Alonso's cars just came to a halt. Um, I believe on like lap. 37 lap 38 both of their cars just like came to a halt I remember just seeing the McLaren just slowing down and being like what is going on it was just very odd that it happened about the same sort of time and then not long after that 
all of a sudden Bottas has gone into the pits and was saying that he's retiring he, from, from the race. And I was like, what, what has gone on in, in these like last two laps? It was a bit mental. It, it, at least from what I could see, it looked as though Alonso and Ricardo had a similar issue. I'm not too sure about Bottas, but possibly. And then, it, just another DNF in there, um, Albon and, and Stroll had a crash. Um, and Albon didn't 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 finish in the end. Um, so again, that was pretty crazy. But the overall race was was good. Um, very surprised that there wasn't a red flag because I feel like the last time we was in Saudi Arabia a couple months ago, it was like red flags all the time. It was red flag heaven. Um, the last race we had in Saudi Arabia. There was a few yellow flags, but no no red flags. So I was, I was a bit surprised at that. But the racing was really, really good. I enjoyed it. There were some amazing battles. I mean, Alonso and Ocon. That moment just stood out. <laughs> and they had well, basically on on Sky, uh, saying, "Yeah, we're just we're just gonna let them race for a bit." And it was like, "Oh my god, I love it!" So there was some really really good racing. I mean, obviously, Leclerc Verstappen at the end, Chef's kiss. I mean, again, I need to apologise to my neighbours because I was shouting at the TV again. I think I might just have to write a letter and say, I'm really sorry, but pretty much from now until the end of November, I'm going to be shouting at my TV most weekends. Just pre-warn them, because I think it, if it continues the way that it's going, most races, if not every race, I will be shouting at my TV. So I might just pre-warn them now. I think that would be a good idea. <laughs> but yeah, they were playing like DRS chicken. It was just, wow, very much enjoyed. I did feel sorry for Checo. Oh, I really did. He got the pole in quali. I thought, yes, he's gonna do well. And came in fourth in the end, which I know is not bad. But, you know, obviously, Ferrari were like, we want the undercut. So they wanted to pit, get the fresh tyres and go for it. What then happens? They, Red Bull pits Checo, makes sense. You know, they want the better strategy. But then what happens? Leclerc doesn't go into the pit. He stays out. Okay, then what happens? Latifi crashes into the wall. Yep, and a safety car. So what then happens? You guessed it. They change the tyres. Loads of people obviously went in, changed their tyres, and it was like, no. And then when 
Carlos was coming out of the pit, um, Checo essentially went in front when he shouldn't have, had to give the position back. So it wasn't a great race in the end for Checo. I mean, I suppose some of it he couldn't help, like Latifi going into the wall and that sort of thing. But, oh, I, I did feel a bit disappointed for him that he, he didn't make it on the podium. Also, Guan Yu Zhou, he was doing all right again. And then he got a five-second time penalty. Um, and then after that, he served his five-second time penalty when he came into the pits to, to change his tyres. But turns out, didn't actually stop for five seconds. So he got another penalty. I was like, oh no, he was doing so well. You know, I feel like he's had a actually pretty decent start. Got points last week and he was doing quite well again. But just wasn't meant to be his weekend this, this weekend. Also, Lewis Hamilton got passed by a Haas. Also, Lewis Hamilton got knocked out of Q1 in qualifying. If you had told me this last year, I would have laughed. I would have said, ha ha ha, you're joking, you're pulling my leg. But no, those two things are true and they happened this weekend. When I tell you, that was not on my bingo card either. My bingo card, I feel like, is going to be full of surprises. And I am shocked. I mean, great for Haas. I did say in my very first episode that I really hope all teams score some points. Well, Haas are scoring points. So good for them. I, I, It just um, shocked, but in a good way. I'm shocked, but in a good way. But I do feel like Mercedes are probably going to pull something out of the bag. I keep hearing people kind of whisperings and people saying that, oh, in Imola, that's when when things are going to kind of change, that Mercedes are going to bring some bring some changes. So I'm a bit like, oh, we'll have to wait and see. I wonder if any other cars will kind of also have some big upgrades for Imola, I I wonder. Um, I guess on the positive side as well, McLaren looked a little bit better this weekend compared to last weekend in Bahrain. That was good. Small steps, making improvements. Both cars got into Q2, so improvement. And they were looking like both cars could have possibly gotten in the points until Daniel's car just decided not to work anymore. Uh, it did look like both Lando and Daniel could have got points, but Lando did score points for McLaren. So, you know, at least they're kind of off the zero track now. And hopefully if they keep making these improvements, they will be a bit more competitive, which we saw this weekend. So that would be nice but yeah Williams and 
Aston Martin still has zero points at the moment. But they might be able to turn it around in Australia. We'll just have to wait and see. But it is very interesting, and I think a few people have said this, that, you know, quite a few of the cars towards the back are all Mercedes-powered engines. So that's not great, let's be honest. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens, though. We are only two races into a 23 race season, so anything could happen. Someone could find something new, pull out the bag, upgrades go through the roof, and well, who who knows? So I'm, I'm not I'm not writing anyone off just yet because I think anything could happen and everything is still up for grabs. But another fantastic, fantastic job well done to Ferrari. Great job. It's like Ferrari are, are, are coming back. I suppose they just need to maintain it. Will they maintain it? I don't know. But that's the beauty of this season. I actually don't know what's going to happen. But I'm enjoying it. It's been so far so good. But let's give a quick rundown of where everybody was. So first... We have Verstappen, managed to get points this week. Then we have Leclerc in second. Sainz, Perez, Russell up in fifth. Ocon sixth. Norris, Gasly, Magnussen, Hamilton in tenth. I don't think I've seen Hamilton in tenth in God knows how long. Guan Yu Zhou, Hulkenberg, Stroll and then Albon, DNF, Bottas, DNF. Alonso, DNF, Ricardo, DNF, Latifi, DNF, Sonoda didn't start, and Mick Schumacher didn't start. So actually quite a few DNFs. There's five DNFs altogether, so quite a lot actually for a race. Bit surprised at that, just reading all of those out. But again, another good race. Very happy with it, hoping the 2022 season continues on an uphill trajectory that they just keep getting better that's obviously the dream but that was the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix weekend like I said an awful lot happened but when we take a look at the racing brilliant really enjoying the season can't wait for more races I don't know what I'm going to do with my weekend this week because there's no Formula 1 on but I suppose we can just get ready and prepped for Australia we are going to be back not been there since 2019 so it's going to be fun it's going to be exciting let me know what you thought of the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix did you like it did you not what did you think of everything that happened that whole weekend let me know but anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my summary, review, ramblings, whatever you want to call it. And I will see you in the next one. Bye!